previously on Unbalanced Encounters. This is not a good sitch, my guy! Harissa's just gonna nod and just, like, flee towards the lift. I don't think she should suffer alone in there. I understand your position, my friend. I do not think that you properly have respect for how bad of a sitch this is right now. Guard this claw. <laughs> Scraping. Grabs your arm. And for half a second, you die. I'm so sorry for your loss. And he says it loud enough for both Gamball and Demoiselle to hear. And he's going to cast Turn the Faithless. You feel Demoiselle voluntarily fail the save. I'm leaving, I swear. I'm, I'm leaving. Just want to let you know, please don't be mad at them. We just, we wanted to help our friend. I must ask you all a question. You are not our typical clientele. That much is clear. What is it that you are doing here? And more than that, what is it you are trying to achieve? Well, I guess we could start with the short, short version. We're, we're looking for some folks. I find myself in a similar situation. There is someone I am looking for. I was not talking in metaphor when I said I saw Demoiselle. I looked the Elder God in the eye. She is here. to another episode of Unbalanced Encounters, the show that starts as a low magic campaign and then dares to ask, how do we kill God? I'm your host, Patrick Pariti. <laughs> Say hi, everybody. Hi. 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 How do we kill God? Jeez Louise. Normally, normally this is the bit where I would, you know, kind of ask how everybody's doing and, and see how everybody's feeling about the game and so forth. But honestly, I think I speak for uh, every single member of our audience when I say uh, that the only question that matters at all uh, is whether or not Guard is still wearing his Napoleonic uh, combat uniform with an ascot. Of course. <laughs> Guard, is that like a permanent thing now? I mean, listen, I'm not saying it's a permanent thing, but I feel like Guard is not going to actively take that outfit off and until he needs to. Does Guard know you have to wash clothes? No, certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> that suit is going to get destroyed. I don't care what you guys are trying to pull. Yeah, it, 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 it's going to get ripped to shreds. It's going to absolutely get ripped to shreds. Yeah, Guard's going to go. Guard's going to rage like once and it's just going to fully hulk out. Harissa will throw herself in front of anything just to protect the suit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> not God. Not the Ascot. Not the Ascot. <laughs> not the Ascot. We are in an interesting position where we kind of find ourselves almost in some not downtime, but unstructured time where uh, you know, there there there's not like an immediate thing that you all need to be doing. There's not like a there's not like a very clear like the train is taking you in this direction, uh, you know, kind of next step. 
Uh, instead, you all are faced with a, a little bit of an amorphous challenge, right? Like you have now proffered this deal with Mel to uh, find the ledger in which Branveer's name is hopefully recorded to try to find where Branveer is. Uh, and in exchange, Mel will help you find Demoiselle and uh, ideally the Minehead boys. But that's a challenge, right? Like the ways into the study have become even more difficult to breach. Uh, you know, you're in a situation where you have to start kind of thinking laterally about how you want to approach this. And then what are you going to do when you get into the room with Demoiselle? I'm leaving it to you all to try to come up with a plan, right? And, uh, and then we will figure out how well that plan goes. June has an idea. Um, can, can we go out to like coffee or something? <laughs> yes, that's good. And have a, a sit down meeting. I think, I think it's actually, um, very late at night. Time doesn't work right here. And so you're not a hundred percent sure how long you've been in the afterlife. There is no distinct day and night cycle, but you do notice that at some times the sort of ambient glow of the mushrooms is stronger and the lanterns are unlit and at other times that is inverted the lanterns have been lit for hours at this point right the conversation with ember i would say probably ran into you know kind of the late evening and you all sort of find yourself reconvening at what feels like midnight uh at this tiny little cafe you know, kind of sliding wooden panel doors. Uh, you know, you sort of slide it open and duck to to, to sort of enter. Uh, and uh, this, you know, this place is pristinely clean. Lots of low tables. There is a, you know, kind of a little coffee bar uh, at the back. And as, as you walk in, you see that the, uh, the person uh, who is uh, managing the bar uh, at the Green Mermaid... <laughs> Uh, is uh, this red-haired elven woman. And uh, she kind of eyes you over and nods and gestures to an open table. Uh, June is still wearing her ball gown. As is Sphinx. Yes. Yeah, I fucking forgot about <laughs> and Sphinx. And Guard is, is, is still wearing his nice fancy outfit as well. I don't think that really phases her, right? I think that um, there isn't like a... Uh, like an expected decor, uh, you know, kind of a uh, like a heteronormativity for you all to be disrupting here. I think that, you know, sort of self-expression is a very big part of what rejuvenation often means for people who come through here. Um, and so there isn't like, doesn't mean anything to her. She's just like, seats over there. She takes one look and says, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? <laughs> she... Oh, oh no. I want oh, to so we, we can't. Yes. We can't. The overlords won't allow it. Jesus Christ. Spinks sort of like, you know, daintily kind of picks up the front of his, uh, of his dresses. You know, like, you know, kind of like that dainty sort of like tiptoe kind of like with a bustle going behind him and then like a little tail kind of poking out underneath. He's like, and he goes and sits and pops himself. Isaac scoops him up from his back. This is Spinks. Come on. We got to sit down. Hurry up. Come on. Thank you, long. And just sits him down. Watching Mr. Spinks do that, Guard is going to do the same thing. He's going to like sort of 
pull up the sides <laughs> of his coat and kind of God walk kind of daintily in. Hey. Yeah, I think that gets that gets the barista's attention. She she kind of looks up from the drink that she's making and watches you sort of daintily <laughs> trundle over to the table. Trundle. <laughs> daintily trundle. Ladies you look and fantastic. <laughs> I'm not used to having to make so many adjustments. You'll you'll get there. It's it's fine. You'll get used to it. Harissa. Do me a favor and roll me an insight check, if you'd be so kind. A 16? On a 16, when you see Sphinx's, like, confidence in dresses, a, a thing settles into place for you in a way that you, you just hadn't really considered it, right? Like, you, you had just kind of chalked it up to Sphinx being mm-hmm. kind of quirky, right? But, but now that you sort of see Sphinx in a dress and like being as comfortable in a dress as he is it clicks for you you used to dress him up in dresses all the time <gasps> i did oh you used to steal them off of the other dolls oh it makes so much sense now and the bonnets and everything oh yep there it is um harissa is gonna just smile to herself just with that you know that nostalgia sort of just <sighs> anybody want a drink uh coffee or um some uh the uh, a latte tell tell her that i'll have my usual all right mel's <laughs> gonna have the usual and she whips out a little notebook and pen out of the ball gown all right uh so mel have the usual <laughs> out of her ball gown with pockets uh guard uh you you don't eat or drink uh, but do, uh, do you want something? Guard is going to very mediocrely try to subtly lean down to Mr. Spinks. What do you want? Oh, um, I, I think, oh, 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 sorry. No, no, shh, shh, shh. Don't I think a hot chocolate would be very good. I, I'll have a hot chocolate. I never. I didn't think you knew what a hot chocolate was, but all right. Uh, Make hot, that too. I will have one too. Mm-hmm. I think I'll do. Yes. Two. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Sphinx. Hot chocolate. Uh, Isaac. Do you want that like tar, like black tar sludgy, like the bottom of the coffee pot? <laughs> <laughs> coffee. Oh, since or... you since you're asking, and he takes his his glasses out. <laughs> Puts them on his little, little half half uh, glasses and says, "Yes, uh, why don't you uh, ask them if they got a uh, let's do a, a brulee latte? Uh, let's let's make sure some caramel <laughs> fixings are on the top. Yeah, and um, uh, let's go with some walnut milk. <laughs> About half of that. Two only two and a half dabs of sugar, please. It can't be the too much energy is going to just throw me <laughs> off altogether. And then if uh, do I do any food here?" What, 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 what are we working with, with with food? Are you writing this down? You just giving me that look. You definitely, you definitely see some like some like matcha pastries and stuff like floating around. Oh the yes, space. let me get one of those. If they have any scones, oh, I could go for a scone. Woo! June writes down plain coffee for Isaac. Uh, all right. <laughs> I will. I will have um. The uh. I'll have the thing with all the sprinkles. And uh, the whipped cream, 
and that and ask for extra three extra shots, please. Um, oh, and also if they can, um, if they could make it extra hot, that would be much appreciated. June will write down sparkly coffee times three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> Incredible. All right. I, I think I got everything. Uh, I'll be right back. As, as June leaves, <laughs> Isaac's going to look to the other thing and be like, I, I think I understand how she lost so many jobs so long. She, I, I don't think she wrote down anything of what we said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, June, you pop up and, uh, you know, sort of make your way over uh, to the, to the, to the counter. You, uh, you, see uh the barista you know sort of finishes up a, a you know kind of a mug of coffee that she's working on uh and she sets it uh off to the end of the end of the bar as you start to approach these these little like sprite-like creatures vaguely humanoid in shape maybe two to three inches tall but where their head would be is just a ball of light right uh they like clamor up the side of the bar and like five of them like huh? heave this cup of coffee up uh, and then walk down some non-existent stairs off the end of the bar uh, and start walking it over to like another patron sitting elsewhere. And uh, you walk up to uh, the uh, barista who sort of nods and says, hey there, how can I, uh, how can I help you? Hi. Uh, yeah, we're going to have some. Uh, hold on. What did oh, say? you fantastic. You wrote it down here. Give it here. Give it here. Give it here. I- <laughs> Oh, I didn't write mine down, though. Um, uh, the bunny man over there, uh, Mel, asked for the usual, can I also get whatever the hell that is? Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. Here, give it here. Uh, and she takes the piece of paper from you. Unicorn Frappuccino, three shots. Yeah, I can make all this for you. Be a couple minutes. All right. Thank you. Yeah, um... Tokens for these, or are these all going on Mel's tab? Uh, she looks back at Mel. <laughs> hey, just. Hey, bud. Uh, can we put this on your tab, Mel? Oh, yes, of course. It, it's all on me. Don't worry about it. All right. Okay, Sugar Daddy over there is going to take it. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Um, I'll, uh, I'll do this then. You, you head on back. Give me a few minutes. I'll bring him over. What? Well, um. What's your? Oh, what's your name? Oh, my name's Ariel. I'm I'm June, by the way. Nice to meet you, June. You been here long? Uh. Uh. No. No. We we haven't we haven't been here very long. There. You got something in your hair. Is that a is that a fork? <laughs> I'm done. Uh, okay. Logging Man. off. She literally pulls a fork out of the like messy bun that her hair is up in and her hair just like full Disney unfurls. Uh, um, guys, <laughs> the rodent god will kill us all. <laughs> Honestly. And, uh, you know, she, uh, she says, you all look like you got something to talk about. You, you go on. I'll, I'll be right over. Uh, all right. Thank you. Thank you, Harold. Yeah, absolutely. Mel, it's all going on your tab. That's all right, Ariel. Oh, I see you got yourself a nice new dinglehopper there. Uh, 
thank you so much, Mel, for the for the cafe olays. Well, honestly, it's the least I can do, and he leans a little closer to everyone. If I'm being honest, if our time is limited here, I see no reason why I couldn't just leave without paying all the open tams I have. I wholeheartedly agree with this plan. I will help you. <laughs> we'll rack up as many as we can in the process. No, we can't be too conspicuous about it, but... I'm still fairly new to this whole concept, so I see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'm disappointed in all of you. <laughs> also, I don't have any money, so I'm going to go along with this plan. <laughs> so you all are now sort of sitting around this table. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quiet in here, but in that way that you can kind of talk amongst yourselves without fear of being kind of overheard the space itself is a little you know sort of muffled and uh you know you're you're waiting for your coffees to show up and you have this minute to reflect on the seemingly insurmountable job at hand you have to somehow get through ganbald's words on the lift to his study abscond with a ledger get into the potentially pocket dimension or some other strange structure that Demoiselle is in and confront her in a meaningful way. With, without her killing us. Without her killing you, which she can apparently do for free. I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll throw my ideas into the ring. I'm not sure what we should do, but I will say that while you guys were fighting creatures in the garden, that's what I tried to do. I I went and tried to go talk to her, to be with her, to... She just seemed so sad. I felt like she needed to not be alone. And that's when she turned me off, or whatever happened there. So I think that regardless of our intention, we can't just, like, go talk to her. That doesn't seem like that's going to go well. Uh, Isaac will... Look, look to guard and he'll be like, God, there's a thing about, about people, people. You're a person, but not a people person. See us people person peoples. We know how to talk to people, people, gods. What? And there's a way these people, God, people, no. peoples like to be talked to. You just see Sphinx like getting more and more confused trying to keep up with it. Are you saying God's not a person? No, I'm saying God is a person. He's just not you're a saying people, he's people not a person. People, you're not, he's not a people person, but he right, is he, a person. No, he's a person, he not just, a people people person. There's, there's but he is different a person. types of people persons. Um, I'm, I'm not a person. See? Now, Demoiselle is a God person person people. And the way you need to talk to a God person people people person is different. And that's probably why she turned you off. Because y'all ain't on the same wavelength. I have so much to learn from you, Isaac. (laughs) In all honesty, y'all, I think if we figure out where Demoiselle's coming from and how she feels, I mean, she lost basically her family that she was making. And I've, I've seen a person who's lost the most important person in their life so to speak. And it changes them. So we need to come at this with, with that thought process in mind if we want to talk to Demoiselle. 
we need to go to Gambald. We need to, like, be straight up with Gambald about what we need to do, because I think he'd be willing to help us. I agree. Yes, I, I also was thinking along the same lines. I was going to go to him and offer my services and try and speak up to all of your abilities as well. Now, he is not looking too favorably on the group of us, as uh, our most recent encounter up there was not exactly uh, favorable to him, I'm sure, but if Demoiselle is in a state of unrest, he will be looking for answers, I'm sure, and if we could provide them, he may be amenable to allowing us closer access to her. Mel, can I get you to give me an insight check at advantage? Ooh. An 18. All right. On an 18. You, I mean, you genuinely believe that, right? Like, that seems plausible. Uh, Ganbald obviously knew a little bit more than he let on. Things were obviously a little worse than he had admitted to. And now that is kind of an out secret. Right now, that's something that you have put a fine point on, and he might be in the market for genuine help to resolve this issue if you could just pitch him the right thing. Here's the rub. You've asked him for ledgers before, or at least you've asked around the rules regarding the ledgers. That was one of the first things that you did. No one is allowed to see closed ledgers other than Gambold. So this may be a good way to get into the study, but you almost have to rig it so that he's not there. Okay, and Mel's going to continue then with his thought and say, now while we may be able to get more access to Demoiselle, the ledgers are a different story. I know that they are closely guarded. That is something that has to do with the very fabric of this whole place, and Gambald is not going to let that go easily. He is not going to want to mess with that, let alone let us mess with that. So... If we are going to achieve everything we need to, both leaving here ourselves and leaving here with the people we want to, we are going to need to do this from a two-pronged perspective. So, if maybe some of us went to go speak with Gambold, that would be a good distraction? That is what I am thinking. I would be happy to lead that distraction, while someone else is able to use some sticky fingers to get that ledger. Some sneaky sneaky? Now, um, how angry would you like Gamble to be during this distraction? Wait, oh, wait, well, hold on. No. As soon as you say that, as soon as you say that, as soon as you say that, uh, you see, you know, sort of bearing a very large tray, uh, Ariel steps uh, up to your table. All right, um, I believe you all placed an order. As she's like arriving, Spinks very loudly goes, <coughs> Anyway, um, yes, what the lovely weather we're having, like fanning himself. Uh, <laughs> like, really, like, obviously changing the subject. Spinks, what are you talking about? We're, we ha we're discussing secret plans. Well, yes, secret plans to enjoy this weather. I mean, isn't it <laughs> glorious? <laughs> oh, oh, hello. Oh, look at our drinks. Aren't they gorgeous? <sighs> Y'all. Y'all ordered some, some, some drinks, yeah? Yes, thank you, Ariel. She starts circling around. She, you know, kind of starts with, uh, starts with June and starts making her way around the table. She sets uh, uh, both hot chocolates uh, in front of guard. Um, Isaac, your drink is made, like, perfectly. Uh, like, it is oh. exactly what you wanted. 
and and like to the level of finesse that you haven't gotten in probably 20 years he starts crying again <laughs> like it's so good um, so and uh she she sets uh the drink down again you know she sets the drink down in front of june june you don't actually know what you ordered because you ordered the same as mel uh and uh she sets uh you know kind of gets around to uh to mel sets down his drink uh, and says uh carrot latte same as always you knew exactly what i was thinking ariel thank you so much now, now june i did not know mm. that you were one to partake of the carrot uh I did not know that either. You know, um, I just thought I was in a new place and maybe it was time to try something different. So, uh... Oh, no, I think actually you two have quite a lot in common. I, is there a carrot top in this? It's like the whole carrot, like the whole ass carrot is in here. Uh, she, she, she sort of looks and says, no, that would be, that would be disgusting. No, it's so uh, bitter. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a carrot sweetener, there, darling. Uh, take, take a sip. It's oh. gonna, it's, it's, it's gonna taste kind of like a latte mixed with carrot oh, cake. Sure. It's very That's good. good. Ooh, okay, all right. Uh, I do actually want this now. Carrot latte is a real thing. That's a real thing. Okay, cool. It's I'll a real thing. A <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she uh, takes a step over to Harissa and uh, sets down just the most fucking gaudy frozen blended whipped cream and it's in like one of those old timey glass milkshake mugs right like one of those classic with like the drizzle on the inside kind of a thing and uh and there's a little sort of maraschino cherry on top and uh she slides it across the table and she says uh this one's on me iris is gonna wink as she as she goes uh go ahead go ahead and uh roll me a persuasion check if you'd be so kind persuasion oh no um isaac through <laughs> tears gives her the a blue coin i think i have one of those Was it uh blue? i mean these have already been paid for so i don't think you need to give it to no, he's tipping you tip your baristas oh, okay a two minus one uh is a one uh two minus one is a one okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You just got a one on flirting. She yes, she. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Do you blink? Do you like use the whole like? Do I blink one at a time? You just frog blink. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cross eyed uh, like. Marissa, no. you are. Let's go. Even Sphinx just oh, goes. No. Oh no. Gracious. She starts chuckling, uh, and she like you know kind of runs her hand through her hair and tosses it a little bit as she shakes her head and turns back to Mel. And you don't know where you left that interaction. Uh, unclear. Carissa's into redheads. Let's go. Let's go, boys. <laughs> uh, Ariel pulls, again, kind of the fork from behind her ear, uh, and she, uh, she looks at Mel and she says, you know, it's interesting you should bring these up. I, these, these have been washing up around here. Stuff from the world of the living has been coming in. Whereabouts have they been washing up? I, I mean, I've been, I got this one at the, at the, at the flea market. You know, the, uh, those gross, greasy little mushroom folk run every now and again. Oh, yes, of course. 
yeah, I uh, I stopped by. I wanted to see if they had any, you know, sort of interesting odds and ends decor for the for the cafe here. And uh, they had all kinds of stuff that had come in from the land of the living. They had a pair of boots. They had, uh, you know, the, the, this here fork, uh, all sorts of interesting items. I don't know where it's coming from. Well, that is mighty interesting. Now, that, that is a mighty fine artifact you have there. I might just have to go pay them a visit and get myself one. I'd be my guest. I mean, you definitely want to, you know, maybe go when it's not the middle of the night, because you know how they get, but, you know. Well, yes, of course. Anyway, you all enjoy, and if you need me, I will be right across the cafe, you hear? Oh, Miss, Ar- Miss Ariel? Miss Ariel? Yes, ma'am? Can I have another one, please? And she ha- June hands her an empty... Dang, June. Empty cup. Uh, certainly. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you. Thank you. And she walks back away. Well, Juniper, I did not know you would take to that so well. You, you liked it, <laughs> I, I take it. I, I did. It's very, it's, uh, it's very festive. Very festive tasting. Indeed it is. It is one of my favorites. I feel like Isaac is watching this like a tennis match. <laughs> he's he's crying into his coffee as he sips it. He is he doesn't notice any of this. He's incredible. Just, oh, incredible. So good. Oh. Now, that was an interesting piece of information that Ariel just unloaded unknowingly to us. I would be very interested to go and speak to these artisans, these sellers and learn where these items are washing up, because if there is some sort of tear in the barrier between worlds and things are coming through to our end, there's a possibility that things may go back through from this end. Right. Uh, I would also be interested in uh, checking out this bazaar or the... Uh, what 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 did Ariel call it? A flea market? Market? Yes, it happens every now and again. People sell their wares. Mel, you know this to be just like the shadiest <laughs> thing in the world, right? Like it's like a couple of these Myconids will roll up with whatever they have managed to scrounge or steal and sell it off for like whatever valuables or tokens they can get their hands on. Um, usually accompanied by like floating craps games and like uh, whatever else they can sell you at the time. Would I know when and where to find them? I don't think it would be too hard for you to get to them, right? I think, uh, I think they, they, again, they float, but like you've been here long enough that you have a little bit of a network. You know, you could probably figure it out. And just so uh, we go back to Mel's original plan of trying to, uh, alleviate the ledger from its captives if you will um it was a little trick i used to play on my old buddy dale and Katerin. anytime i didn't want to do anything i'd just make them go be romantic with each other and other sorts and then you know i had the day off basically it's probably how june got here <laughs> moving on what? my idea would be I... to have what? Demoiselle and Grimball, you know, reconnect. So, I don't know if uh, Demoiselle is already in the mood for. Uh... 
It doesn't have to be that yes, deep. I don't know if romance is exactly <laughs> something that is in your wheelhouse. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, Isaac. Mel, you've worked with Gamball many, many years, I'm assuming. However long I have been here, time is a bit of a mess here. But yes, I, I've worked with him for long enough to, to know him more than most folks. Would you say he has a, a loving and cherishing and respectable relationship with his wife? He is very loving of her, but to be honest, I have never seen them actually together. And then what type of distraction would that be if they were off together and then we could go and snatch up the legend? I, I have a feeling like she's not like what Harissa said. She's probably not feeling that right now. Are y'all talking about just connecting with her husband or the other thing? Well, see, Isaac. What, what other thing? What's he talking about? Sometimes when somebody is going through, like, really traumatic experiences, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they don't really want to be close to or talk to people they really care about okay and they can't just shut off that part of the mind to like you know get into not saying we now shut some it people off. can some people can but i have a feeling she's not and i bet you anything he's also not feeling that well since since the actual universe that we all live in are is at stake I'm going to have to, you know, need them to change their thought process on that. <laughs> I tell you what, it is a good <laughs> suggestion. I, I appreciate the work. We will, we will table that as a plan B. How about that? I, I agree with, with that, yes. Cool. And he sips his coffee. <laughs> I think that whatever we do, it should be something that is not particularly cruel or manipulative because at the other side of this there are, will potentially be not just an elder god but now another demigod that are upset with mm -hmm, us mm -hmm. for tricking them so that we can steal their book what are y'all trying to steal <clears throat> oh we're trying to steal this book hey ariel we got a question sit down here with us and no. she hands June another carrot latte. Oh, oh the, the weather. <clears throat> Go on. Yes. Um, trying to. We're trying to steal. We're trying to steal the weather. Oh, I'm sorry. We're trying. We're trying to be sneaky. And then, then I'm gonna put my finger up to my mask. <laughs> Shh. And then I'm gonna look at Sphinx. Where does the sound come from? <laughs> Oh God! He winked. <laughs> <laughs> that's about that's about the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Mel's gonna lean over to to Ariel and sort of say quietly, "These folks just rolled in, and they they were rather rowdy. So I took them to the bar first. So they've imbibed quite a bit. Now we are here to sober up. So you are unfortunately catching the tail end. Mel, you have to stop. You have to stop bringing." Your drunk friends here to sober up. This is not the place for that. 
Well, I have a job to do, and quite frankly, this is the only place that serves drinks strong enough to counteract the intense, intense intoxication. I do take pride in my work. All right, all right. Well, listen, just don't go playing in any Ocean's Eleven-style heists here, all right? <laughs> no, 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 no. That is that is just play. That is something that is going on in their minds. I am letting them go along with it to get it out of their system, but, but they are talking nonsense. Deception check. <laughs> A dirty 20. <laughs> oh, Ooh, nice. buddy. Yeah, oh, nice. fuck me. All right. Okay, uh, Ariel gets a plus oh. one to this roll. She has to roll a 19 or 20 <gasps> to catch the lie. 17 on the die. Hey. <sighs> ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, Mel. Close. You, uh, you, you know, you keep them in line. Make sure they don't get up to anything too extraordinary. You let me know if you need anything, all right? Thank you very much, Ariel. Actually, I will have another one of these carrot lattes as well. She clocks everyone and another one, another one, another one. How about you? You good? And she points to the milkshake glass. I am very good. All right. <laughs> Isaac clocks that one and just, oh, God. <laughs> Your loss. And she walks away. Harissa. What? Harissa. June hurt the Ow. notebook she was she, writing on. She what? June slaps Jeez. her. Ask for it. No, I, get I, another I just, one. I don't want her to think I'm fat. Like, if I ordered two milkshakes, like, she'll think I'm a greedy pig. I don't want that. I mean, I am, but... I, she's not gonna think that. Hersa. Why does that matter? Yeah, Carl looks great. What are you talking about? Ask her, ask her what her favorite drink is. Ask her, ask her what uh, you think she, uh, what, what she thinks you should get. Wait, why am I taking advice from June? Wait, what a second. What is happening here? I just... (laughs) Because I've never... You, you, if you have taught me anything is to be, uh, uh, what's that word? Confident? Uh, 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 proactive. Assertive? And assertive, yes. Violent. (laughs) And violent. Very violent. (laughs) No, no, not in this case. And... And I, I think you should, uh, the, uh, this is the first time I've seen you, like, kind of, like, <clears throat> be a little shy, so. Harris is just going to kind of, like, try and play it cool, but, like, hiding a massive blush. Like, <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and there's a sphinx, like, <laughs> giggling to the side. When she comes back over, you, you ask her what she thinks you should get. Okay. Um. But uh, on onto the 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 task at hand. I I was uh, uh remembering rightly. Um. Do you want me close to Gambold to get him angry, or do you want me very far away from Gambold if you need to be a bit more? Very, very far away. Yeah. No, no, no. Very far away. Very far away. Okay. Good. Okay. Maybe I could go to the the market that you were talking about. Maybe I can get up some information there. So I am very far away from everything that has happened. That does seem like a good idea. You also seem to know your way around unsavory folks as well. Not that you are unsavory yourself, but it seems like you are good at uh, finding your way into whatever circle you need to. No offense taken. Uh, yes. Um, 
that is fine. I will go and do that um, uh, as soon as I know where that is. And um, <clears throat> Paris is just like very like trying to <laughs> just want to do this. So she's very uncomfortable at the moment. <laughs> so what 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 are the rest of us doing again? I think we're watching Harissa talk to this green mermaid person. God, please! Ah. I mean, well, I just oh, goodness gracious. <clears throat> we've got we've got a list of things we have to do. We need to speak with Ganbald in order to gain access to Demoiselle. Right. We need to get the ledger. We need to find Branveer for Mel and go to the market. So, uh, which I think we should maybe save the one thing that's probably going to get us in the most trouble for very last. Probably a good idea, <laughs> yes. Um, perhaps, uh, but we. Do we we need the ledger, right, to find Brandveer? And your people too. I will say I will say that um I uh, this is this is probably something that you would just know, Mel. Like you that Brandveer was a while ago, right? Like Brandveer's been gone for a little while. The Minehead Boys would not have been that long ago, right? Like, the Minehead Boys may have... They might not have overlapped with you, but it probably would have been the most recent ledger, which you have had a chance to peruse, and they just... Nobody matches. So, I think there's at least the... Like, you, there's the acknowledgement of the idea that they might not be in the ledgers because they might not be here under normal circumstances. Okay. And would I know anywhere else else to look for those kind of names or is this very out of the ordinary it would it's pretty out of the ordinary it would strictly be in previous ledgers which could line up with the timing but not likely okay mm. um mel's gonna turn to guard and say god i i must thank you for accidentally helping me stumble into Realizing how quickly we have to move on this. When we had our conversation with Ember, hmm. she is close to leaving this place because she has found her peace. She's about to move on. That is something that happens to folks when they spend long enough here. That is the point of being here. They're going to move on. Branvere has been here for some time. He could be very close to moving on. And... I would like to prevent that if possible, because, like I said, he was taken far too soon. The living world is not done with him. We need to move quickly, whatever we are going to do. Would the ledger say whether he moved on? Yes. The ledger would be updated to see how far along in his progress he is. I think if we split up, we may be able to get these things done relatively quickly. Guard, you've had the most success with Gambold and Demoiselle. If you wanted to go and speak with him, I think that could be a good thing. June, did you want to try and get the ledger? Mel, you could help Guard, as you know Gambold very well. I will go to the market. And Isaac, where do you think you would be best? Do you think you'd be getting the ledger with June? Or helping me? Hmm... He takes one of his coins and flips it. 
evens <laughs> harissa oh that's four well because we're gonna go talk to some mushroom folk i have one thing to add to that idea melmanon you you helped me talk to ember and i am very grateful for that and i would like to help you find your lost friend but and then i'm gonna look to all the other people in the party i have noticed in my time here that all of you are much better at deception than i am <laughs> more often than not i don't understand what's going on with deception and honesty and i would love to talk to Gambald more, but I worry that something would come out that would perhaps not be good. The trick is to not lie at all. If you are speaking to Gambald about getting the demoiselle and how you can help, there's no problem with that. Everything you're saying is truthful. Yeah, I don't think this is about lying. So just tell the truth 100%. I hate you so much, <laughs> Not 100%. I mean, I think we need, to be, we need to be pretty truthful with him. I feel like I've lived my life seeing with a flashlight. And since I've gotten to this place, it's like I have a campfire now. There's a whole lot more around. And in some ways, it's very exciting. But in most ways, it's mostly confusing. So you got to be really clear with me. If you want me to tell the truth, I will tell the truth. But I feel like deception needs to play a part of this. Mel, I am worried that I would say something that would get us in trouble. I have a suggestion. You can tell the absolute utmost truth if we set up a situation for you that is absolutely true. I believe what is needed is Ganbal to be out of his study. We need to get in there. If we create a bit of a scene down here that you can go and alert Ganbal to and bring him out, and while you are with him dealing with the situation, you can start appealing to him about Demoiselle. Meanwhile, I will use my influence and my privilege here to get up to his study. I will bring June with me possibly disguised as someone, another employee here, and I will find the ledger. Your confidence gives me confidence. I like this plan. This is a good plan. I believe in you, guard. I think that could work. What sort of issue should we cause? DM, in Mel's time here, mm -hmm. Is there a role I could do to see if I would be able to intuit what situations have irked Ganbald the most as to the running of the spa? What caused him the most stress that he wanted to hurry off and deal with the most? Me. <laughs> so well, yes. Well, <laughs> that's certainly very high on the list. I would, I would actually like you to, I would actually like you to roll me a history check here, um, again with advantage because it, it's been pretty recent. Well, a nat, a nat twenty would do it. Hey, very good. Nice, incredible. Nice, incredible, incredible, incredible. Um, so I think uh, you get, 
who how do i want to do this because an at 20 is very 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 good um i will let you ask me we'll say three questions uh, about this and you can ask them after you get the answer so you can ask follow-ups if you want is there a certain area of the spa mm-hmm. that is reserved for very illustrious clients ah what a good question um everybody coming in here is kind of on self-determinant footage right like i think uh that that space that you're sort of aware of is genuinely a temple there is a space that is sort of used as a communing space and uh you know a a conversing space for deities that move through the hot springs and many temples in the world of the living are actually constructed to look like this space that's where the model comes from and you know roughly where it is you know that it would be uh it's the um uh ground floor of the main tower in sort of the very back of the of the building all right and a follow-up to that Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be very specific right now but would mel know about the function of that building in a way or the space Mm -hmm. in a way that he would be able to suggest a way to sabotage it i think you've heard a story i don't think you've seen this happen but i think you've heard a story of something that happened you know kind of somewhat before your time the story goes like this in this temple there are artifacts and these artifacts are a combination of sort of decor objet d'art uh used to glorify the space for these deities but they also can be functional as deities purviews and whims change over the eons the story is you've heard it is that at one point a big hulking suit of armor went missing from this space and it went missing because of goddamn myconids got in where they shouldn't have that pissed ganbald off to no end he tore the place apart trying to find this suit of armor and it never did show up again if Gard were to tell Ganbald that Melmanon told Gard to find Ganbald and say Myconids had raided the temple once more, mm-hmm. 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 that would probably get him to leave. And while Gard accompanied him, Gard, you would be able to start chatting about Demoiselle and try and entreat him to let us help him with that as well. Meanwhile, Melmanon and June can sneak up to the office. That sounds good. Do we figure out how we're going to deal with those wards? Um, you get the feeling that the that the that the the abjuration that he was sort of putting up was on the elevator specifically. So he moved the wards from his study to the elevator. Is there a way to get to it from the outside? Rapunzel, the tower, you know. 
Can Mel, June, and Harissa please roll me a, um, the better of a history or an insight check? Insight is definitely better for me. Uh, I only got a 12. And 18. 16. Mel, you remember the exterior balcony on your initial tour, uh, your initial tour. Oh, yes, of course. June, on an 18 insight, you remember fucking Reevesy in the goddamn tree. Yeah, how the fuck did he get in there? That's a good point. He got in there somewhere. Oh my god, where the fuck is Reevesy? You, got, you guys have to find Reevesy. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh man! We gotta see about a frog. This thing over here, and I, and I see, I speak into it like this. Yes. Hello, everyone. I have been instructed that I need to read to you something called a mid-roll. It's fascinating stuff, really fascinating. I'm not gonna make you do the entire fucking mid-roll as Gamble. Hi, everyone. It's Patrick, the DM. I am coming to you live, not live, the day before, the day before the episode releases, because we have a tremendous amount of changes that have just rolled out on our Patreon. Uh, The first thing that I am the most excited about is that now everyone who is subscribed to our Patreon can get access to print quality PDFs of all of the homebrew that we use on the show. That includes magic items like the Lorax, homebrew monster stat blocks like Porky the Trickster God. Subclasses like Guard's Path of the Warden, and even patron-generated content, which I'm not going to tell you anything about yet because it hasn't come out on the show, but when it does, you'll be able to get print-quality PDFs that you can use in your home games based on all of that content. And speaking of patron-generated content, if you're a patron, we just tweaked a bunch of knobs to make sure that you can submit a ton of additional content. If you're a Moss Advocate, you can now submit an NPC name monthly instead of once. If you're a Gecko Guardian, you could submit homebrew items monthly instead of just once, as well as as many NPC names as you want. Or if you're subscribed as a Rally Defender or our newly introduced tier, a Wields Warden, you can submit items and NPC names as often as you want. And that's extremely pertinent at the moment, because we only have three to four more episodes before the end of Arc 2, They'll Need a Crane. And in between every arc, we're doing a double level up, and all of the players get additional magic items, your magic items, that you submit as patrons, which you can now submit a ton of, radically increasing the chance that one of your items or one of your NPCs gets picked during our next rallying interlude. So... Get your submissions in now. I'm going to be saying this every episode until the end of the arc, because the last thing you want to do is, like, miss it by a day and submit a homebrew item and then have to wait the entire arc to get your item into the game. So get your submissions in now. Go to patreon.com slash unbalanced encounters and sign up for basically any of the tiers. There are a ton of ways to put your fingerprints all over the show. And also, as a patron, you get stickers, you get the original soundtrack, you get short stories that we're writing to help flesh out the world of Rally. It's a great way to help out, it's a great way to get more Rally stuff, and it's a great way to show your love for the show. So again, that's patreon.com slash unbalancedencounters. Go sign up now and change the course of Rally. I'll wait. Okay, that's long enough. I'm gonna let you get back to the episode. Okay, bye! Harissa, yes. Uh, do you have any mechanisms for tracking, finding things? You are indeed a ranger, uh, oh, yeah, so I'm curious as to ranger. what you're using to track down 
this uh, floating bazaar. Well, I'm assuming uh, Mel probably gave me some information to kind of like give me a starting point as to where things are. Um, yeah. I don't have anything particular other than sort of just my general survival. Survival. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, why don't you give me a survival check flat, if you'd be so kind. Okay. I've not been rolling well, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, that's not great. A uh, 15. Uh, on a 15, I am going to give you... Uh, you're going to get the information that you want, but I'm going to give you a hard choice. Okay. You could choose one of three outcomes. One, you had to bribe someone uh, with your tokens. And if you, cho- if you choose this option, it's going to cost you two tokens. Two, uh, you had to bribe someone with your bow. Uh, or three, uh, the three of you, or the two of you, excuse me, had to uh, get into a fight. Uh, you're both going to take, we'll say, 2d8 damage. And that is going to be something that is known that happened to you. Known, like, from everybody in the Fae? Will we be known as the aggressors or just victims of a crime? Neither, neither, neither. Uh, you'll be known as hooligans that got into some rowdiness oh god my bow really really gonna make me give up my bow i gave you some options or take the damage is it 2d8 a piece yeah but then i'll be known as a roughhouser and a ragamuffin but we're ta- we're about to literally talk to ragamuffins I mean, <laughs> mushroom ragamuffins i can actually yeah it could be <laughs> one of them it could give us some pretty good like like you know cool points with the with yeah, the mushroom give us people. some street cred yeah, man. all right let's do it get some street cred with the mushroom men eight points of damage both of you okay did you say wait 2d8 of damage ah uh, that's all right that's not bad yeah and get out of here go on scram yeah you get come in here ruffling on my dress who you think you are He's still in the tree. I love it. Just kick it ass. It is incredible. He won't take incredible. it off. Incredible. Incredible. I think you got into a fight with a couple of a uh, couple of rough-looking boar folk that um, you know looked like they might have the information that you wanted, and then they got offended that you were profiling them as being aggressive-looking, uh, and then you got into the fight and you won the fight. Hell yeah! And they did actually know where the bazaar was, so uh, they they did ultimately tell you <laughs> where it was. Uh, it is underground today, and the uh, the, the the these boar folk they like they walk you to. It's a it's a sort of um, almost a shrine oh. aesthetic to this area. Uh, you sort of walk down some steps into a little bit of a, a clearing with some trees and some pillars, and you know, kind of some some overhead uh, structures that you know have some almost sort of religious or reflective, you know, kind of. Um, uh, reflection-oriented, like, statues that kind of are meant to 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 meditate. You're meant to meditate upon. And they walk you into uh, a small little mausoleum-looking uh, structure uh, that then walks down into, you know, kind of this almost catacombsy structure that is just filled with like crates and barrels and it seems to be you know kind of in active use as a storage facility of some kind and at the very back of this uh structure you see well you see 
the faint glow of mushroom folk. And hear bartering and hawking and rough language in heavy Cajun accents. <laughs> uh, there are a few denizens of sort of the hot springs proper. Uh, you see a few rabbit folk. You see a few gnomes. You see uh, Guter Stoneend um, seems to be bartering for a bottle of something. What do y'all do? Uh, on the way there, Isaac's going to use eight of his lay on hands. Okay. Isaac heals seven, Carissa full eight. Oh, thank you. Don't put that to waste. That's all I got. I appreciate it. Thank you. I would like to do just a general kind of um, perception check just to see if I can scan the goods for something that looks like something I recognize, I guess. Isaac's just looking intimidating. Fifteen. On a 15, you see, again, it's a, it's a plethora, right? There seem to be some bottles of things. You, there seem to be a couple of people selling rugs that seem to be made out of, like, leaf litter. You see, uh, actually, on a 15, uh, you see a myconid uh, that looks a lot like one of the ones that you killed? Quote? Killed? It's got that same sort of sloping, almost like blue curve that you start to realize like they, they have very distinct sort of features across them, right? But it's at about one quarter scale. He's still growing. Uh, that one, that, that Mike in it in particular uh, seems to be selling weapons. That's why he was trying to steal Reeves's stick. But you do also notice, you do, you do also notice that there are couple of plates these like metal kind of travel plates and and um you know kind of tin mugs and stuff uh that seem to match the fork that ariel had uh at the stall that guter is at actually oh interesting um isaac i think i'm gonna kind of like nod in the direction of guter i think that's still over there it may be interesting for us to look at first yeah, sounds like a good idea. As you guys approach, uh, you hear, Lizzie, my friend, I tell you it's gonna be worth eight tokens minimum. I'll give it you a deal. It's two tokens off the asking price. And Guter kind of cocks his head and says, I don't know. I never heard of no scraps barilla. Oh, dang. You sure it's good? I knew it. How the hell am I supposed to know if it's good? You know we don't drink. You take your leave, my friend. And that's when the two of you walk up. And then looking at the materials, do they look similar to like what Sherwood and and them There we go. Carry around. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to you because you put it together. Yeah. It's all the Minehead Boys stuff. You notice all their traveling <sighs> equipment. Uh and actually as a matter of fact, you notice a couple of open bags of gems that seem to be kind of tossed uh, pretty carelessly onto just like the pile of stuff. It's, it's pretty clear that these people don't really have the same value system mm. that the world of the living does. But the, you know, sort of all of the lighter weight, you know, sort of finer materials that the Minehead boys would have been trying to trade for the big money are just kind of in this pile of stuff. All right. Do you, do you want to take the lead on this one or... Uh, I think Sphinx is going to step up to the table in his finery. Is it, <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, good sir. 
<clears throat> Alicia! Yes, I, I know. Oh. I am quite intimidating, but a do lizard, not worry, good sir. A lizard in a dress? All right. Well, we, we all do what we want, I guess. What you need? You I, need rock? I got rock. Plates? We got plenty of plates. This bum here ain't buying the Scrubs Barilla. You got uh, 10 tokens. I sell you the Scrubs Barilla. <clears throat> Son of a bitch. I think you'll find as a frequent visitor to the land of the living, being a god and everything, these things are not worth what you are charging. I can get these for nothing. Where did you get these from? Who do you think you are? Ah, uh, fuck off. Roll me an intimidation check. <laughs> Hang on, I have to check. What <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, Isaac looks like a proud dad at this moment. <laughs> oh, he got a whole six. Oof. And uh, he's fanning himself with outrage. Listen, buddy, I don't know what the hell you are or what your business is, but you got to clear off of here fast and stop asking so many goddamn questions. <clears throat> uh, please do not talk to our ward in such a fashion. Uh, we two bodyguards will not take too kindly to you speaking to a god in such a fashion. This it is about the size of a gnome. You see it's kind of standing on a stool behind the, behind the bar. <clears throat> Listen. I don't got to tell you where I get nothing, you understand? I think you will regret not talking to a god when they ask you a question. Uh, Guder turns to you and says, They, um, listen, uh, you, you didn't see me here, or I didn't see you here. Square? Yes, uh, just have a drink ready for us, huh, when we come next through. Right, uh, listen, Fred, next time. And he hands, actually, Harissa, he hands you the bottle of Scraps Barilla oh. uh, and turns and begins to walk out. And uh, the Micah goes, God in hell! You cost me a customer! The hell is wrong with you? Well, perhaps if you spoke to me like you should, this would not have happened. <laughs> you come in here, you ask questions about my business that are my business alone. What the hell do you care whether or not I get them? What the hell do you care what I sell them for? They're not yours, they're mine. People want to pay, I sell them for the price. I just want to know if they are legitimate. They are real living things, eh? You want to know whether or not they are legitimate, eh? Yeah, yeah. You want to know whether or not these are from the world of the living, eh? He flicks open his fan. Boom! Uh, and he jumps down off the stool, runs into the back, comes back out, clambers back up, uh, and puts down Willie's knife that is still chipped from his fight with guard and is covered in blood. Genuine! Real blood! God, this! Taste. God dang. It's hardcore. I don't know if, I don't know if you guys have pieced together that these Mykonids are a little fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, yeah, it's there. It's there. Sorry. We just got <laughs> played cool. I, I don't know. I think they're sweet. I love them. <laughs> sure. I love them so much. Um, Isaac would... Look at the knife first, examine it slowly. Um, take out a cloth or something, start cleaning the blood off. Ay, 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 hey! This is the verification! He points it at the myconid. <laughs> and just ever so slightly starts pressing into him. Where did you get this? 
Isaac, please give me an intimidation check, and we're going to get the uh, get you the help action from Harissa, so you have advantage. <laughs> okay. Yes, Harissa's going to be right. in the background going, yeah. Yeah, this is intense. <laughs> uh, that's a 23. Yes! Hey. Uh, there we go. I'm going to roll a wisdom save uh, for this guy. Um, and <laughs> give me one second to pull up the mic in it. Uh, I'm going to roll a wisdom save for this guy. He does not. All right, all right, all right. Listen, listen. We're all friends here. We don't need to get violent. You ought to know what I got to do. I thought you were going to believe me when I say it fell off a bird. Go on. All right, all right, all right, all right. So he was doing our owls, right? Yeah. Well, Alton's a... Uh, the white wood. Try mostly trying to find some guides that we could get some good loot off of. That sort of thing. You know, things get dropped. Things go missing. Nobody's gonna miss a little knife or a spear or something like this. All of a sudden, the sky goes dark. And you hear the most horrible screeching sound you've ever heard. Clatter, clamor. As if a dozen men were crying out in pain. And then, boom, boom! A cart drops right in front of me. Big wooden thing. Looked like it might have been towed by, I don't know, some kind of animal, a beast of burden. No beast, though. Just a cart. It's filled with all this stuff. Where? Little bit more, I saw a little bit of it already, but... <laughs> My companion asked you a question, where? Uh, out, out, out of town, in the, in the wilds, I... It's not like I keep a map with me, yeah, it's, you know, maybe a half day's journey away, it's, uh... But we deduced that that's like, um, like right before we came down that tunnel-esque, would make sense, about half a day's journey? He indicate. I mean, he indicates that it was like on this side of the thing, right? Like oh, in okay. this part of the world. Mm. Um, but he's definitely a little fuzzy on exactly where. Okay. Be pretty tough to find. There's nothing left. We sold all of the wood away and moved a bunch of the carts. Demoiselle definitely has Sherwood in the gang. Um, this this bird you're talking about. Do you usually hear it above you? I mean, not so much. Recently, it's been a little bit more common from what I hear. Certainly nothing like the screams of a dozen men. That was a bit much even for me. Sometimes I hear stories, you know, the things that people say. They, they make things up, but, you know, I guess they weren't lying about this one. Actually, if I wanted an elderberry... Who would be able to get me one? He, like, lowers his arms a little bit. An elderberry, huh? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Milo could help you out. Milo? Good cost you, though. Presses the knife further <laughs> into... <laughs> that calm, man. Listen, I got to make a living! Elderberries are hard to come by, they only come in by the geckos! Where is Milo? You're about to cut him in half! Oh, you are speaking to yourself in the third person? Jeez, how are we supposed to know? 
It's a rhetorical device. Come on, you've never been in an interrogation before? <laughs> Isaac tries to hold himself You both seem so good at this. <laughs> we have some history. Um. Okay. Uh, Knife to my throat and don't know is about third-person references? Hey! All right, uh, get us an elderberry, and how much would it cost? Uh, he's gonna get two coins for it. And their life. No, no, no. No can do, no can do. I, if you do not set me up for life as a consequence of trying to get this elderberry, you might as well kill me now. Because I'll probably die in the attempt. It's got to be worth almost dying in the attempt. What about <clears throat> a lizard scale? All right, all right. The scale of a god, huh? huh? Okay, okay, all right, all right, okay. Okay, Harissa, I need you to roll me a religion check to determine first and foremost whether or not you're <laughs> accidentally telling the truth. A three, boys? Mm. Great, okay, so this is nothing. I'm rolling real great today. <laughs> Sphinx can roll me a deception check. Hey. Oh, great. A five. All of those low numbers, baby. Mm. I uh, don't particularly think that dead skin is the way to go here. It's not eh, really something eh. that I could work for. Dead skin? We call it dead skin. It's a dragon scale. Gah. Prized amongst the <laughs> Sphinx gets no respect. <laughs> Everyone know, right? just calls him a lizard. <laughs> dead skin. Oh, you think, all right, you think shedding It's is been nice easy? knowing you. <sighs> And Isaac pulls out his axe. <laughs> Listen, I... I'm not kidding you, man. Like, it's going to be very difficult. Two, two coin, two tokens, I guess is what you mean. It's not going to get it done. I'm going to need to spend that just in bribes to get past a rope line. Rope line? I'm going to have to steal it off the geckos. <sighs> oh... Oh, kill these fucking mushrooms right now. <laughs> uh, that's literally, I want to so bad. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're talking shit on the gecko. They're still on the geckos. In hindsight, I'm glad I'm not with you guys right now. <laughs> um, I think, I, I don't think these, this guy has anything else we, like, intel we need. Could I try bartering something else? Yeah. I wonder if, because I've got, in other possessions, because I is a ranger, right? Um, a trophy from an animal that I killed. Harissa, the trophy that you have was from not your first kill, but from your first meal. Hey. In which you had to dispatch the animal and prepare the meal from end to end. And it was, in fact, a tortoise stew. And I think that, that there's, a, there's a ceremonial holding there where, you know, mm -hmm. sort of your family had so little that they could carry from place to place that these trophies had to be practical, but the practical also had to be meaningful. Mm -hmm. She's going to kind of like open her pack and sort of like start rummaging through for something she thinks is valuable. And then the bowl is going to, or the tortoiseshell is going to be kind of like sticking up um, on, the, on the side. The myconid cocks. A brow over its eye hole, I guess. <laughs> um, it says, uh, "What you got there? What? Oh, something caught your eye. Is that what I think it is? 
Probably. How you get that? Where you, where you get something so valuable? Ah, well, when you work for a god, you get your hands on all kinds of things. Roll me a deception check with advantage. Yeah, get them. <laughs> Stop making me roll for shit. Stop saying uh, shit. <laughs> with advantage. All right, fingers crossed. Yeah. Everyone pray for me. You got this. Fingers crossed. Uh, a 16. I rolled a three. <laughs> Good job, Milo. When you say when you work for a god, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, he recalls hearing about a lizard who recently arrived who has been embroiled in some of Ganbald's doing. Yeah, yeah, see? Hey, listen. This is all gonna put a lot of risk on me. I'm gonna need to fence that thing. Not gonna be easy. I'm gonna need to get up to the gecko. Not gonna be easy. I'm gonna need to steal an elderberry. Not gonna be easy. I'm gonna need to get back to you. Not gonna be easy. You give me one token for bribe money and that that shell I'll get you what I can. What do you think? Harris is going to look at Isaac. Isaac's looking at Harissa. He's like, <laughs> okay. So she's going to pull him to one side. So like her plan. But my plan, Isaac, is to use the elderberry to attract Demoiselle. Right? Oh, hey. Elderberry. We get her attention with it, maybe. Okay. All right. And then after she kills us, then what? Well, hopefully <laughs> she will be in a talky mood with, with the elderberry, you know, maybe. Oh, it's going to calm right, her. Right, right. Okay, all right. Okay. I don't know what, the, I mean, you have a better idea? Nope. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I, Isaac will fork over uh, one of the, his coins. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, servant, for, uh, <clears throat> for paying the good man. Watch it. <laughs> Are you handing over a token? Uh, yes. What color? Uh, green. green. I have a black one left. Well, as you're fumbling through, I think that he sees um, that you have a, a green one and a black one. And uh, you hand them to him and he says, you couldn't make your way to see into the black one instead, could you? Insight check? Yeah, do it. Yeah. He's the first person that's like made a difference on color six we suck, we suck so bad. <laughs> this is weird this is very weird um yeah i'll give him the black one you sure what 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 do you need why is it why does it matter as he's about to give it to him and then he holds on to it you don't know i wouldn't be asking you if i did know the black ones match my skin tone sure sure that's the answer huh he flicks it at his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got a deal, mon ami. The tortoise shell, please. Arisa is going to hand over the tortoise shell. <laughs> All right. No need to snatch. You find me outside the hot springs. The next gecko contingent should be arriving in about four hours. And he whoop, hops down behind the bar. And you see his entire stall collapse and start packing in on itself. Amazing. Good, because Isaac was about to kick it over. That's <laughs> <laughs> all his friend's stuff. He is pissed right now. We are 
going to cut to Mel. And Mel, I think that you of anyone in this party are a patient man. And you understand that it's going to take a little bit of time to get access to this temple. You have to build it in surreptitiously around unremarkable activity. Part of your rounds, part of your duties. You have to demonstrate business as usual as clearly and as loudly as you can without attracting any attention. And so I think that uh, you probably let couple hours maybe two hours go by and i do think that you coordinate that with garden i think that you let garden know like hey like lay low for a little bit um do you guys want to work out like a signal to 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 pop off the plan between the two of you in june or just wing it and hope that the timing works i'm trying to think if there is a way that we could set off a signal but i don't know earlier you did some magic do you have any magic that would be noticeable from a distance? Unfortunately, I find myself lacking in the more spectacular types of magical effects. Most of mine are personal in nature. Perhaps there is a way to set off a large plume of steam in some way, though, that perhaps you could see in the skyline. We could also count. We absolutely could. Counting <laughs> would be good. That would a be one. rather distracting, but I, I think you are a mighty fine counter, I, I do bet. Uh, Mel, you also have access to, like, the staff here, so if you wanted to, like, get Ember or someone else from the staff to, like, run you a message at a certain point, you feel like you could probably do that. Okay, I feel like that's probably the simplest option then. I will have a staff member go and tell guard that his room is ready. Okay. Fantastic. Um, and that will be the indicator that you have caused some chaos in the temple and I should go tell Gambald? Indeed. All right. Don't cause so much chaos that you get in trouble, though. I wouldn't think of it. Okay. In the meantime, I may suggest, June, I think we have need to find Reevesy. All right. It is ironic that now Reevesy, who was looking for the man with no boots, the man with no boots is now looking for the man who was looking for the man with no boots. Iconic. <laughs> you were the man with no boots. I, I, I must confess. Twas I, if, if, and he references down to his feet. The boots would no longer fit, unfortunately. I could see how that would be a problem. Having bigger feet and shoes that didn't fit the bigger feet. That, yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh. Is Reevesy just terrible at his job? Has he not <laughs> noticed that you don't have boots? We did have a whole conversation about it in person, and he seemed to, uh, well, I'm a persuasive fella. How so? Oh, oh, my, 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 look at that up there. Where? There you go. 
<laughs> Guard is going to just keep looking up. Okay, I, I, but where? Oh, it, it, it came back down. <laughs> oh, I missed it. I think, I, I think you all sort of uh, move away from Guard. Kind of Guard is posted up waiting for, for the signal. I'm just going to be looking out for whatever he pointed out in the sky for a couple minutes. Mel and June. Uh, are you going to both look for Reevesy together in sort of the course of Mel's work? Or what does that look like? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, we can head off in the same direction together. And if it occasions that June needs to separate to find Reevesy. Sure. I'm like the, the I, I'm, I'm your assistant, the assistant to the assistant. Um, yeah, we're ro- rodent buddies. Uh, just a, a squirrel and a rabbit. Natural partners. Natural. <laughs> naturally. Naturally. Yes, of course. Reevesy! <laughs> how do we find this? How do we find the frogman? I think you all just start moving kind of around Mel's rounds. Like Mel just very organically falls into that pattern. Hands clasped behind his back. Kind of a vibe, I would imagine. June's trying to mimic. She's puts her shoulders back a little bit and perks up her ears. Very good, very good, my young protege. Uh, do I look like I uh, have authority? Authority? Absolutely. That tail is getting bushier and bushier, <laughs> and it adds a certain air of authority to you. Oh, well. Thank you. I really do like the, the bushy tail and the ears, but I have a feeling like it's going to be gone when we leave here well i'm sure there might be some magics back in the living world that could reattach them to you <laughs> wouldn't you miss your your rabbit your rabbit legs and your your ears which i i like the i like the pulled back look that's very uh you look very dapper with that uh pulled back ears yes i i will miss the abilities that these uh these rabbit features have afforded me. Oh, tell me, ha- have you been exploring your new squirrel abilities? Uh, a little bit. Um, I, I found the tail quite handy for, uh, uh, you know, kind of tight rope walking for balance and whatnot. But you had this, like, really cool jump thing that you did, and, um, you know, I'm really sorry about coming at you like that with my, my staff. Um, earlier when uh, you didn't want us in the elevator but we needed to go in the elevator to go up to save Arissa like that whole thing um I, I you know I didn't mean to come off that um that aggressive I'm usually not like I just I, I felt like there was a time limit and uh I'm just I, yeah I'm sorry about that no that that is quite all right I understand the circumstance now and to be honest at the time I did find it rather impressive I mean, thank you. I did roll a nat 20, uh, but you jumped out of the way. <laughs> was it really a nat 20? It was. It was I like it added to... I like I should to... have been able to dodge that. <laughs> well, it, it was, I might add, one of the most agile movements I have ever seen in my life. Well, thank you. And her tail just like poofs, like poofs out a little bit more. <laughs> Mel, could you please roll me a history check? What is with all of these great intelligence rolls? 20, a dirty 20. A dirty 20. 20 was the DC to get 
this memory. Mel, you are on guard alongside Branvier. You are standing at your usual post. At least it's been usual for a little while as the threats and uncertainty sort of weigh on the Lord Governor. And your commander, Commander Antony, was very clear. No one in or out till the morning. You don't suspect that anyone is going to be rocking up to the Lord Governor's chambers in the middle of the night. And yet, before you realize it, Branvere is on the ground, unconscious, and you are pinned to the wall by a bow staff. I am so sorry. I know this is not the appropriate time or means of gaining entry, but I genuinely don't believe there's going to be another way for me to seek this audience. Do you care to prove me wrong? I will certainly do my damnedest. And I'm going to try and resist being pinned. Push back against it. At the same time, can I see anything of who it is? Yeah, I mean, there's this this woman, you know, has her hood up. Uh, you know, she's wearing kind of these traveler's clothes for the most part, but it's cinched at the waist tight. Um, she is of lean build. And I have a very important question for June. June, what color are your eyes? I think, I think they're green. Stark green eyes. And a little sapphire in the base of a silver necklace. Uh, what would your level one, if you care to suss this out for me, uh, what do you think your level one strength would be? Probably pretty similar. Yeah, it's probably just going to be a well, it's a minus one now, so it would be that, or possibly because this is before anything bardic came about in his life, and he was just paladin, maybe a zero, but I, I'm still willing to take the minus one. I still think the minus one. I think that you were always the fencing type. I think that you were always a little bit more flexible and dexterous than you were strong. I think, yeah, go ahead and roll me... Uh, a, just a straight athletics check. 13. Okay. She gets a plus six to this roll. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, that means that she needs to roll, I believe, a seven or higher 
in order to beat you in this contest. That's a nat 20. Oof. You go to push her off. The bow staff swings around your head, down your hip, pulls your leg out from under you, crossing your legs beside you. You thump onto your side. She kicks your hip so that you are face down onto the ground and with the bow staff in two quick movements, spreads your arms and puts it at the back of your head. Can I get your name, friend? Now, why would I give my name to you? Just a little more pressure on the back of your head. I hope you remember my name, because I'm going to be coming to find you. Melmanon is who I am. (gasps) You're not Melmanon Lapignon. And he stopped struggling a little bit. The bow staff is off, and she has picked you up and pulled you into a hug. This is very strange. (laughs) Mel? It's me. It's Katarine. And we flash back. (laughs) The fuck? What? I was muted. What? Okay, I gotta turn my my looking eyes on here because uh, what is going my on? Is going on. <laughs> Can we talk about the beauty of you also rolling a nat twenty on the bow staff pinning? Yeah, that was really, really, really good. That's awesome. Yeah. <sighs> Mama June. Yeah. Yeah. She's Mama. very good. Uh. Mel, you never knew Katarin's last name. As a royal consort, you wouldn't have. That wouldn't have been something that was part of her identity. But you knew who she was. And so when she came back, you could tell that it was the same woman. And you never really thought to think about this, but there is a resemblance there. And maybe it's in the eyes, and maybe it's in the bow staff. But there's something there. I think Mel's going to keep this recollection to himself for now. But he's looking more intently at June from now on. He's sort of stealing glances whenever he can. How do I have you roll for embarrassment, June? Oh. Charisma save, maybe? I'm trying to hide it. A charisma save is the perfect uh, way to roll for embarrassment. Yes. I think I I want to see a charisma save off June. 100%. Okay. Oh, 15. You're... Beat red. Every time Mel glances over. Matches the fur. But yeah, it matches the fur a little bit. So, you know, shakes out. <laughs> um, as we're just walking along. Um, Mel, your friend, Brandveer, that we're looking for, that you've been looking for. You were saying that he was 
taken too early. Um, have you, you know, if he's still here, he hasn't passed on. You said the world wasn't done with him, but do you know if there's a chance that he might be done with the world? I think Melmanon stops walking when he hears that. Mixed with what he's already been thinking about and having this really poignant thing brought up by June that stops him in his tracks. And he says, I hadn't thought of that, but I... I'm so sorry. I, 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 don't, I don't mean to upset you or anything. I just... I just know some people go, you know, they're, sometimes they want to be gone, or sometimes they're, they want to move on. No, 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 that is a good point. I, I suppose, I, I suppose I was only thinking about the impact that he had on the world around him and that he had on my own life. I wasn't thinking about how the world might have impacted him. The world needed him. I saw in the way that he brought joy and happiness and laughter to everyone around him. He helped me in my own life in ways I cannot even begin to describe and thank him for. But, but if he is truly finished, if he would like to move on, I would not stop that. I would not want to bring him back without his consent. It, he sounds really great. Um, I do hope if he is here that I get to meet him, that we all get to meet him, but, you know, what's funny is some of the people in our lives that leave those big impacts and do such good for the world, it's kind of like, you know, a snowball effect. Just because they're gone doesn't mean that that snowball doesn't it doesn't stop rolling it just gets bigger and bigger as long as we're here to continue and learn from them and pass on those that what impacted us i'm sorry i'm just like i i i feel like i don't i don't know this guy i mean i barely know you and i just i i'm <laughs> And she just starts like kind of fiddling with her ears and her tail and just like, like a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, like a squirrel. Incredible. <laughs> she starts getting a bit squirrely. Melmanon isn't at a loss for words very often. He is able to be very eloquent at the worst of times. But I think he doesn't have anything to say. And he looks really intently at June and I think there were tears in his eyes and he just holds his hand out a little bit towards her she takes it it is at that moment that the two of you are passing sort of that main bath area uh, and you hear 
Ah! Oh! Ah, the pipe! Oh, hey, Mel! Uh, Mel! I need to talk to you for a second! Oh, I'm glad you're here! Oh! June quickly, quickly drops Mel's hand. <laughs> oh! Oh, my heart is... Ah! Hey! Hi, June! Um... Mel, it's it's very important that I talk to you for a second. I noticed an inconsistency in our prior conversation. Well, as always, Reevee, your timing is impeccable. Tell me, what what can I do for you? Because you may be able to help us as well. Well, first of all, thank you very much. I try to have good timing. Second of all, um, I I went and I checked the ledges, uh, and there's no man with no boots. Um, so I'm not sure what you were talking about. I'm I'm sorry, who? There's Sorry, no man who? with no boots. There's no man. There's who? no man with no boots. I. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing something wrong. It feels like you're making fun of a pronunciation here. No. Okay. All right. Well, there's no man with no boots. Um, and uh, it's 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 very unusual because you were very insistent that I had found the man with no boots and just simply forgot about it. But um, really, there's no entry in the ledger. So if there's no entry in any of the ledgers, then there's probably no man with no boots. Um, and I I probably need to go find him. Well, may I point out there, Reezy, that if he was entered into the ledger, he would not be entered into the ledger as man with no boots. His name would be put down, would it not be? Oh, I'm sure, but there's no name I didn't recognize. Well, you definitely said that you got a name from him. What was his name? You didn't tell me, but... I don't, I don't have any recollection of any of this. See, that's my thing, is that I'm very concerned. There's no name that I don't recognize. It's not like there are names that I recognize, uh, and, and then, and then, and then it's not the right person, right? It's just there are, I, I recognize every name. I'm not missing anybody. I read those ledgers you know, all the time. Reevesies, Reevesie, you know all the names in the ledger? You know, like, you can recall all those names? Yeah. Oh, snap. I like to take pride in my work. I think I'm a pretty good guy. Like every single ledger? Because there's multiple, right? Yeah, 3,984. I can't tell if Reevesy is brilliant or is literally as dumb as nails. I don't understand. The answer is yes. I answer is yes, absolutely. I love, I love him so much. I love it. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh. You've got a walking ledger right there. Patrick, would the ledger also tell us further information that we need to know about where to find certain people? Yeah, absolutely. And you could maybe probe to see if Reevesy knows that information as well. But at the very least, he knows how to get to the ledgers. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, Reevesy, this is troubling indeed. If you say that there is someone missing from the ledger, then that must be corrected at once. Now. Things are a bit tense from what happened up in the study, of course, and the, and the greenhouse, you were there. Yeah, I don't really understand that situation. There were snakes. I don't really know why there were snakes. Uh, nor do I. It, it, was, it was a slithery situation, for sure. There is a bit of a, a difficulty in getting up there the usual way, but Gambald has enough on his plate right now, and I don't want to trouble him with anything else to do with the ledger right now. You know what I mean? I, I don't want. I don't want to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to overburden him. Yeah, no, no, no problem. Of course, Gambald's a busy man. Of course, of course. But but you and I could possibly help unburden him a little bit if we were able to get up there and take a look at the ledger. We could we could help solve this issue. I think. Is there a reason why you need my help? 
Well, yes, because Ganbald has made it difficult to get up the usual way. Ordinarily, I'm able to pass up in the elevator. Oh, don't you just take the pipe? The what now? <laughs> the pipe! The pipes run all through the bathhouse. They go up into the conservatory. Of course they do. Damn it, Reeve. Well. That's... Yes, oh, yes, of course, yes, the pipes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was what they were for. They're, I mean, they're nice and warm, they're very comfortable to climb. You just... And he, like, puts out his frog hands and just, like, squelches his way up a couple inches of this big pipe that's in this bathhouse room. Is that not what they're for? Magnificent frog. I thought the room upstairs was a nap room. It's very pleasant. Oh, I, I can imagine so. The, the warmth, the humidity, you'd wake up refreshed and yeah. oh, your skin would be glowing. When there's not snakes. Of course. Yeah, well, of course, of course. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, that's, that seems like a good idea. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I, we can just take the pipe and then you just take the pipe and you, usually the study's open, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes you have to take the, you have to come in through the window, which I think is reasonable because, you know, you don't want everybody coming in through the front door. Sometimes there's a side entrance. Oh, of course, of course. Well, <laughs> let, 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 let me suggest this. I have some free time on my hands. You still have rounds to make, I'm sure. I would be happy to go up and take a look for you and see if I can sort out, see if I can find anything else in the ledger. I, I, I will take June up because, well, she is rather skilled at climbing, I must say. Oh, yeah, you're going to need to be good at climbing to get up there. That's, very, that's pretty important. Of course, of course. Like ladders and stuff, pipes, climbing things. Yeah, it's very important. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see why not. That, seems, that would actually be very helpful. I appreciate it because all of a sudden I have a lot more work I got to do because I, I don't think I actually found the man with no boots. No, I, of course. Maybe what happened was that I, 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 I told you all of that stuff and then I forgot telling you all that stuff, but I didn't forget that I had done it. I, I hallucinated that I had done it and then I forgot telling you about it. And then, and then that's what happened. Reevesy, have you been into the Perilberry wine again? Oh. I don't know. Is there a ledger for that? I could check. <laughs> this, is, this is a real problem, Reevesy. If, if you don't remember your imbibing, we may need to have a larger discussion about this. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm having a bit of an existential crisis, honestly. I'm not really sure if I could trust my own experiences. Um, we should try- we, we sh I'll let, You should check the ledger and confirm. And I'll go talk to Gouda, and he'll probably know whether or not I got into the Perilberry wine. I don't think so, but he'll know. He'll be able to check, corroborate the story. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk to Gouda. Of course, of course. Yeah, okay. Well, you, you go on your way, sort this out, and, and I'll come back to you with some answers, I promise you. I really, listen, Mel, I really appreciate that. Mr. Lapignon, you're, you're, you're helping me out a lot here. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. What else am I here for? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh it's like me guiding. What's up, June? You hey, need something? Hey, Ravesy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just really quick. So, wait, if you remember all the names. Sure. And all the ledgers, if I just, like, threw out a name. Yeah, go you, ahead, try. And maybe I'll, I'll, I'll let you know if they're in there or not. Um. Uh. Dale Snowthort? <clears throat> What'd you say? Um. And she'll kind of lean down. Dale Snowthorn? Oh, Dale Snowthorn, yeah! You recognize that name? Of course I do! Yeah, he's, uh, he, he checked in. Oh, uh, two. No, 
One ledger would go about halfway through. Is he still here? Oh, I don't know. I'm not supposed to read anything other than whether or not they're in the ledger. I, I just guide him here, you know? And I just gotta make sure that I do that. It's not really my job to figure out where they go after that. Thank you, Reevesy. Yeah, no problem! Why? Who was he? Oh, just... some guy. There are a lot of those in those ledgers. Billions of them, honestly. Especially if you include fish. There's a lot of fish! Is there anybody else you guys want to know about? Know if they're here or not? I don't think June can bring herself to ask about the second person. Okay, well, uh, I'm gonna go check in with Gouda to make sure that I didn't get into the Barrelberry wine. Uh, y'all, um, thank you again for checking the, 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 the ledges to make sure that I didn't miss something. Uh, you know, 3,982 3, shouldn't take you too long to get through. Um, and, uh, especially if you work backwards, because he did, <laughs> he was supposed to have arrived kind of recently. But also, thoroughness demands that you check every single one, so I'll let you figure it out. Yeah, we, we absolutely will. Thank you for your advice, Reevesy. The oxymoron that is Reevesy is fantastic. <laughs> Just... <laughs> oh, God. All right, I'll, uh, I'll see you guys later. Uh, and he, he trots off. Well, June, we have our answer of how to get up there. Uh, looks like we're gonna climb some pipes. Gonna climb some pipes. Are you both going up? Yes, I believe I do need to make the distraction, though. Yeah, I'm looking for smoke signals. Yeah. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's right. So we have June sort of positioned at the pipe. And Mel, you start to make your way to the temple? Yes. You enter into this big, tall-ceilinged, cavernous space done up in marble and ebony chairs and statues and soft lighting and incense fill the space and you move through and around is there anything in particular mel's looking for i think in his limited time in this space he's picked up on a few items that have been guarded a little bit more that seem a little bit more precious he doesn't want to do anything that's going to throw utter chaos into the whole spa, but enough that's going to distract Ganbald. So I think he, he hones in pretty soon on the tortoise shell. All right. You find this thing, again, about the size of a Galapagos sort of tortoise. You know, it's the kind of thing that, like, you could sit on, right? It's pretty substantial. And it is nestled on a cushion into a low pedestal. And as you go to pick it up, you see that on sort of a brass plaque on the front of this pedestal, it just says the name Jonathan. All right, he's going to continue picking it up in a reverent way as if he's examining it. Okay. You lift up this tortoise shell and it feels revered, but not special in any metaphysical way. Um, what do you do? How do you make this thing disappear? He's going to confidently walk to one of the back rooms with it. Okay. You do so. Tucking it away so that it's out of immediate sight. 
I find the nearest low-level messenger, someone who isn't going to question why or what or who or how. Yeah, and I think I think this is Ember. I think Ember is just sort of like walking through the space, and I think at this point, like she's familiar enough to you. She's a known quantity. She helped you get this gig, kind of against orders, right? Like she can be trusted, and you sort of tap her on the shoulder. Guard's room is ready. All right, I'll let him know. And she confidently walks out to the front of the building, where Guard is just still staring up at the root-bound sky. Just, like, looking for something. What was that rabbit person trying to point out to me? And uh, she she walks up to guard. Hello. I, uh, I've been told that your, uh, your room is ready. Ah, uh, so it is. And I'm going to lean yeah. in really close. So it is. Tell my room that I understand. The message is sent. I am on the same page. <laughs> I'm fucking Do you want me to dying. tell all that to Mel? Or... <laughs> I'm not really sure how I tell a room something. They'll know what to do. And then I'm going to just walk away. <laughs> to do... <laughs> So good. As you start to walk away, the clock in the steeple of this building chimes, and people begin to pour out into the streets. Guard fades into the crowd from view. And off in the distance, the geckos begin their slow journey to the bathhouse. This has been another episode of Unbalanced Encounters, supported by patrons like you, patrons like Lizza, Cake Ninja, Bradley Jones, Icewind Gale, Nick Plazon, Megan Pulsifer, that's a cool last name, John M, un- oh I'm so sorry, John underscore M47, Homebrew City, Matthew Perini, hey I recognize that last name, Sonda Hudson, Jonas Weiser, Wisser, let us know, and of course a very very special thank you to our rally defenders, Darlene Wallace and the Elder of Berries. Thank you so much for supporting the show, the community. You're cool. We're cool. Let's be cool together. And don't forget, if you want to hang out with the cast, we have a Discord. I'm sure there's links to it on the website, unbalancedencounters.com. Check it out. Or patreon.com backslash unbalancedencounters. Ta for now, friends. Ta for now.